welcome to another episode of Grip and Grin. Here we are, episode nine. We've really put them down. <laughs> so make sure to check out the Instagram because, you know, been posting that recently of our meals, fishing, some older photos, some new photos. Check it out. Yeah. And I mean, email, right? Grip and Grin podcast at gmail.com. Email any questions, suggestions, anything. We'll we'll listen to it. Topics, babe. I'd love to have some <laughs> anything, topics. Anything. So But let's get into it. The biologist questions that you mentioned last time. Yep. Let's hear you spill those beans. All right. So I was uh in contact with uh James Pellerin. Um he's the regional uh fisheries biologist, uh typically in the Sebago Lake region headquarters. And we had a couple questions for him, and he found some of our questions interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Um, the big one that we really wanted to focus on was, you know, based on strictly observation, um, you know, with COVID, we said, um, was there increase in the fishing licenses this year due to COVID? If so... Uh, will there also be an increase in fish stockings um, or is the impact of COVID like more short term of an impact uh, to the ecology? Uh, if we were to increase the stocking numbers, would it then throw off the balance in the waters? So like when we were looking at it this year, we were trying to figure out like when are they going to stock it? Because last year, really early, yep. when we looked at the dates, end of March, very beginning of April, but then I was digging around two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. And it's like it was a whole three-week difference between the time they initially stocked last year and then the years prior to that. So right, it's kind of interesting to see how they did that with COVID in mind and the fishing impact within the state. Yeah. So, I mean, he said that he doesn't have the data uh, for this year's licenses, but primarily Overall, fishing licenses for 2020 were actually down 4%, uh, which makes sense. And this is what he said. Uh, resident uh, licenses were up 0.2%, uh, but non non-residents were down 13.2%. Um, so it puts us at an overall uh, reduction, uh, reduction, excuse me, at 4%. Which um, should make sense. I yeah. mean, no one can come into the state if you're... Part of the high risk areas, so right. But right. then you said 0.4 percent of in-state increase. Correct, which makes sense. 0.2, 0.2 percent. Yeah, so um, not a great increase, but nah. But he said this actually makes sense due to COVID restrictions in the place at the time, which yes, it does. Um, he also embedded a link for us, uh, WGME, uh, through them, and it said that uh, hunting and fishing licenses um, have actually increased since that time uh, to almost 8% overall. 8%. Which, I don't know, like, what? what's 8%? Like, I, you, you don't know, and I, you know I, I don't know, I so don't even, even act like we know what 8% <laughs> is of the main hunting and fishing licenses. Uh, but he went on to, um, my general feeling is, this is quoting uh, James Pellerin, uh, my, my general feeling is that um, the use was up on some waters, but not all. I'm still in the process of collecting uh, use on a couple local waters, so I can definitely say that there was an increase in the use of those waters at this time. So he's starting to see it, like especially with ice fishing. Um, interestingly, uh, he goes on to say, interestingly enough, uh, based on my observations, there did appear to be more families and female anglers uh, on the ice um, than there has been historically speaking. So people Sweet. are getting out there. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. Enjoying it. Uh, so he then answered my second question about would the stocking actually increase? And he said, no, uh, they will, uh, there will be no increase in stocking as a hatchery orders uh, are placed two years in advance. Interestingly enough, uh, to accommodate for the time needed to collect eggs and raise the fish uh, to stocking size. So it takes two years. Interesting. Mm. Uh, in addition, our hatchery uh, hatcheries are at full maximum production. Which is cool. That's great. That's awesome. Like, I don't really understand that whole process. I wish I, wish I knew more about it, but 
it's cool to see that it's at max capacity already. I mean, that we're using the resources, so that's good. That's I mean, good. that's a lot of man hours. Like, that's a lot of work. Constantly keeping that, like, you're keeping the, that population alive throughout that time period yeah. and not losing any during the whole two-year order. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I, I also find it very interesting, like, and the reason why I asked him this question was there's an increase in people purchasing licenses. Where do those like fees and licenses actually go to? Well, you know, cons- uh, conservation, so on and so forth, but also like the fish hatchery. Um, I just thought it was interesting. Are they going to utilize that, that increase in, in revenue, uh, in money, or are they just going to put it towards something else? Like where, where specifically is that money going? I don't know, like what, where, where else can they put the money? I don't really know. Like, I have no idea what's happening on the daily. Talking out of my ass, yeah. but I mean, it would be cool just to see the breakdown. Yeah, like yeah. the percentages and all that. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, it's a short-term impact, if any, and a bump in in use does not always equate to more harvest. Which makes sense. Yeah. Like if you're not experience and there's a lot more unexperienced people out there factors like angular angular experience modifications in catch rates more anglers but fewer fish caught per angler um could certainly nullify or reduce the perceived impact Uh, as far as impacting the quote-unquote balance uh, by increasing the stocking numbers this would largely depend on the management program for any particular water for example, put and lake fisheries would likely experience no issue with increasing stocking, whereas put growth and take fisheries could certainly impact the balance, particularly in the perceived extra use slash harvest do not actually occur. So, hmm. I mean, it's just straight fact. I don't know. Yeah, cool. I mean, it. some of the questions we asked him kind of caught him off guard, like, hmm, like, he wasn't like interested, but he's just like Gary had the answer for. It. He's like, yeah, they they know, yeah, they know. It's their job, right? <laughs> I hope they know. Uh so we asked him a, a couple other questions, and this was this was a personal question for me. I just I just had to ask. I said, if you had to grade the ice fishing season, okay, what letter grade would you give the 2020, 2021 season, uh, ice fishing season, and why? Okay, so. now let me cut you off. I think it would be cool. We list his, and then we both say ours with a quick synopsis. Hell yeah. Mine's going to be quick. Yeah, mine is too. <laughs> um, he said, I guess it would depend on the criteria uh, is being judged. For example, if it were ice conditions, I would say a D minus, poor ice early on, uh, and shoreline ice breaking away. Uh, I mean, I saw that when I was up at Moosehead in January. That was February. by the third week of March, he said. Yep. That's like crazy. Yeah. And he said, after surveying the waters in the area for 25 years, I would place it on the average category. So a C overall for a grade. Um, so what, what do you, what's your take on that? But I, he, but don't cut me off here, but he said, but I would probably say that for almost every year. Yes. However, for me personally, last year, no, 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 no. I know. This last year. year. Last year. That's what I'm saying. Last year was great. I wouldn't say last year was a C if he's saying every year's a C. That's what I'm getting at. But it goes from angler to angler. Well, no, but you also had a better year last year. You know that for a fact. I did. I did. So you can't say it was a C. I know it wasn't. It wasn't a C last year. No. My last year was like A minus. This year though? I would put it at D at best. Because the people I talked to, they didn't catch a lot. I didn't catch a lot. There weren't even many flags for me, personally. I would but I didn't go out as much as I did last year. I would say... Uh, and, like, D is generous. Let me put it that way. Okay, yes. I was going to say that. I was going to say D minus. Yeah, I did. I'm, like, on the verge of failing. Like, I caught one decent, like, keeper of a brown trout that I was like, Yes. And then after that, everything else was either released or, yeah. I'll post on Instagram the haul I had. That was pretty good. Where me, 
Yeah, the early on. Yeah, uh, we yes, limited that it out. first two weeks, like when that ice first like skims over and you get that like one, two inches and you're like, okay, here we go. Like the next week, that three to four inches and you hit that ice. Oh. Yep. And I never had luck after that, but <laughs> we don't talk about that. That's the only way it's not an F was that one outing. That was another thing he told me was um, he said the first two weeks of ice fishing are like the best, obviously. He said after that, it's hit or miss. Like, if you catch a decent one, like, after that first, like, month, he goes, it's basically, like, a lucky, like, catch. Yeah. I mean, I don't really fish deep into the ice fishing season either. I mean, you saw it this year. I was done in, I did. what was it? <laughs> End of February I was done? Yeah, you ended pretty early. But it is what it is. Uh, so I also had some, uh, I want some advice uh, going into the spring season, I said, what is one piece of advice you would give an angler um, going into the spring season? Explain. He said, target salmon and lake trout lakes early on. Streams wait until the leaves bud. As big as a mouse's ear. So, we were in the backyard today. Maple trees. They already got the buds going. Yeah, but I would I would say it's like all trees are as big as mouse's ear. Like, yeah. If you, the state of Maine put out an email did you read it? It said that exact quote, big as a mouse's ear. And I remember my stepdad always told me that. And I was like, huh, where did you get this phrase from? But I guess it's actually, it's an actual phrase. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So he did give us some, some good, uh, little research there, which I appreciate. Uh, so thank you, James Pellerin for doing that. Really appreciate it. Um, so let's get into now yes. us finally fishing. Yes. Been waiting for it. And, well, we'll dive into me going out first, like my first few times over the past two weeks, and then we'll get into yours, and then we'll get into our outings, which have obviously are a little more, a little more detailed. But I mean, when I was going out, I was just trying to wet a line and enjoy myself, which is exactly what I did. You always get that itch early on. You're like, I, I don't even give a shit if I catch it. I just want to like. That's exactly what I did. Every time I've been out, it's just I just want to be out there. I want to hear the running water. That's all I want to fucking hear. Because, like, trout early on, and we both know this, but, like, trout early on, colder waters, they're a little bit more, like, lethargic, like, very slow. And especially, we're not fishing north, really, because it's way too early, so you're going to have to look for holdovers from the stocking in the fall, if they do stock in the fall, or if they're able to survive all the way through the summer, which is pretty tough, given, like, southern Maine temperatures. But we've been out a few times. I've been out a few times. I've been dealing with high water levels. Temperatures of the water are just too cold. It's been too cold. It's uh, it's it's slow going. However, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I'm just enjoying myself. So when you went out to your your first outing, like what new tackle, like what new setups were you were you going with? So I got a new backpack, got a new net. I don't know if we detailed this in depth last time, did we? I don't think so. So I did get a new, like, a hiking backpack, per se. Just, like, a cheap Amazon purchase. And then I had a net on that's attached on the side of that. I have my bait cast or, yeah, my open face bait caster I'm using. Um, so I've been throwing spinners. I haven't done much fly fishing yet. And we'll get into some new developments with our setups. But that's what I was running with for the majority of the early part of the season. I mean, it's still pretty early on now. So I would consider a week after this releases still early, but it's going to start heating up here soon. And I was just focusing on, all right, getting the line wet. Let's try not to catch bottom. Let's try not to catch a tree. Let's just have a good time and leave with the good, like, good vibes. Did you have any hits at least? Hmm. I mean, I had some. We'll get into it when we went out the other day on the kayaks. But not solo. So, no, I think I had maybe one, but I'm very, I won't, I'm more so to say, oh, if that was actually a hit, I would say I didn't get any hits. So, do you, like, when you went out the first time? First time was zilch. Right, but you, you, as far as your tackle goes, you were only hitting spinners, correct? Yeah, I didn't have my fly rod ready to go yet. Worm and hook on bottom? No. Why? Um, Didn't have worms, first of all. 
second i'm in oh, way you gotta too use fast. what nature's gut for you man like, yeah what nature's got is fucking feet under because it's still frozen when i was out there oh, flip a couple rocks it was frozen the ground was frozen all right the fucking there was snow on the ground so what are you talking about all right <laughs> all right but anyway those were my first few times i went out recently and Oh, I wasn't even that far north. I was trying to go a little north to see if the ponds were thawing out because I assumed they were. It's been pretty damn warm. Hiked into this spot. You know, it was going to be a busy day. I was it was going to have a little more content to it than what I'm about to say, but I walk in there and I'm like, "Huh, what's, what's through the trees, you see the opening and I'm just hiking in on a on a brook. I'm like, I don't see any waves. I don't see any like shimmer. I'm like, what the fuck is this ice? Really ice? Get down there. It's ice. I'm like, well, there goes that. So then I was like, okay, well, call an audible. I'll drive a little bit south towards your house. And then maybe I'll find a pond I can fish. And I was going to break out my fly rod. But then (laughs) trying to find this pond was talking to this old guy. I'm like, how the hell did he get into this pond? He's like, oh, you just go down the road, get on the dirt road, go down there. But the guy that owns the property is stingy and he has a bunch of post designs everywhere, so I don't know how you're going to get in there. And I was like, I'm going to at least look to see if I can park lower down and walk in. Nada. Every 10 feet was a yellow sign. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like, what the, what the hell? Like, well, It is public land down there too, which is interesting. How does that work? He owns that area. He doesn't allow him in. So there must be another access point that I have to research. I mean, this was like a last-second change. It's public land. But no, but it's public land behind his. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. Like, literally, like, there's a strip of property. Oh, and I dude, can you see... can get around that. You can get around that. Mm, it was going to be a hike in there. And you can park right there. It's okay. We can do a hike. Yeah, I would, I'm going to look for... Uh, there's another way. I was looking on the map, but... All right. But, yeah, so that was my first outings. Nothing great, per se, but it was, it's been fun. But I'll save what I was about to say about getting some new stuff because I did make a purchase, which is going to be very nice once it shows up. But yes, we'll get into it. We'll get into that later on. Uh, my experience is I, I was, good Lord have mercy, I was... Not only testing out new gear, but I mean, I don't usually fish as hard. So, like, well, this is like, uh, what was it, two or three years ago now? You started turkey hunting, yeah, yep. So, this is like that, you're like officially in it, yeah. So, the first time I went out, I hit three different spots, which you graciously shared with me. <laughs> you're like, hit these three spots. If you can hit at least two, I'm like, screw that. I'm going to hit all three. So hit the first spot, and it it looked great. It just had the recipe for, like, landing a fish. I did find find two lures, which with my waders, I could wait out and actually, like, get those lures and stuff. Um, Crankbaits, jerk baits. I'm like, yes, okay. Add that to the tackle. Um, But... uh, no, I didn't. I had a hit at the first spot. Saw the tail roll out of the water. I was like, oh, wasn't very big. Maybe a little dinker. Um, but then I, I went to a second spot. And the second spot, like, initially, it's just white water. You're like, holy shit. Like, there's no way in hell I'm going to pull a trout from that this time of year. The water's just way too fast. Because when I read, um, I forget his name. The fish biologist for our district in this area. No idea the name. I, I'd have to look for it. But I read his report, his early season report. And he was saying, and slow and steady wins the race. Like, look for slower water. You know, fish a little bit more lethargic. Like, hit those slower pools. So I walked all the way down and uh, came to this massive pool. Threw out a spinner and just let it just... Let it sit in the current. I didn't even reel it. I just let it sit there and you could feel it spinning. And I'm like, yep, all right. Like, let's see what happens. Boom, hit. I'm like, no, that wasn't a fish. Like, there's no way. And then, boom, it happened again and set the line. And here he comes, like, reeling in this brown trout. Gorgeous brown trout. You can see it on our our Instagram page. 
Um, but uh, 15 inch brown trout, you know that's a holdover. Yeah. So I was I was pretty jacked up. That was a that was a huge accomplishment for me for me personally, just because number one. Yeah. And it makes up for the bitter, uh, bittersweet taste of this winter. So. Oh my! Exactly. I got home and I, uh, you know, I was like, "Man, you realize like this is the like <laughs> this is the biggest fish I caught, even with ice fishing, <laughs> as far as like game fish goes." I'm like, "That's just pathetic." Like, oh. but I'm, I was like, "All right, good. You got that out of the way. Got a good meal out of it. Got a great meal out of it. Um, tried something different. I did not fish tacos, but I did fish nachos." I did like a, a tr- brown trout salsa, um, and it uh, wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. Needed a, something else, you know, another level to it, but... You're saying spice, right? Need a little bit more spice, yeah. And you know me. I don't do spice. Yeah, if you're talking a little spice, I'm dropping a whole jar of jalapenos on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very fresh, don't get me wrong, but I was like, uh, it needed something else, but... If you got a great recipe, yeah, share it with or us. Or DM us on Instagram. That's a thing you can do. Yep. That's a cool thing to do. Do it, please. But I do want to mention that with that net, that like magnet cord that you recommended for the net, dude, it's freaking awesome. Just as I was reeling that sucker towards me, I was like, I grabbed that net. And I told you this during one of the times we went out. I'm like, I just want to grab that net and just rip it. And just, oh, it felt so good to have a trout in that net. So good. Soon, I think, I bet within a week and a half. If we were to drop this a week later from now, totally different stories. I think we'd be talking more about, holy shit, like they stocked all this and we hit all these ponds and then we're having a stretch of warm weather. So I think it's really going to pop. I mean, tonight we were literally, I was outside, I'm like, this is the first warm night. Yeah. Like a little humid, not like humid, like 60 degrees. But you could feel the humidity in the air for the first time with the peepers going. I heard the birds oh, chirping. Peepers. I was like, there's some bugs out. Yep. It's coming. It's it, on our doorstep. It I've been waiting for this knock. for three freaking weeks. <laughs> but uh, I, early season, I some things that I noticed on my personal experience, you know, I tried in another spot, nothing there. But, um, you know, one of the second times I went out, I went back to that brown trout spot. And I'm casting. I talked to an old timer. I'm getting ready at my car. And he's like, I could just feel his presence behind me. I turn around. He's like, geez, you're, you look the part. You're all decked out. He's like, gee whiz. I'm like, thinking to myself, like, dude, if you only knew, like, I don't fish that much. <laughs> like, he's got like a fly fishing vest on with a couple trout rods. And he's like, geez, you're all decked out. I'm like, I don't fish that much. Right now, but <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. Uh, but uh, he, you know, sharing some knowledge with each other, you know, trying not to give him too much. But uh, that I, I don't know. I just like seeing the old timers. I mean, I'll give a short story here. Um, so during COVID, I was fishing a fuck ton. Like you remember, I was sending you snaps of fish every day. Mm-hmm. I remember that <laughs> out in. Let's just say Eastern Maine. I I'm out in fucking nowhere, <laughs> nowhere, and I get to this pond, and I didn't even plan to fish it. I just saw this big, you know, the big like brown signs. It's like state park or whatever this way. I can't remember what the sign said, but go down this dirt road, and then I get to a pond. I'm like, all right, we'll fish it. Like, why not? Get out there. I have my waders and. I'm using like a spinner and I'm just fishing. It's early season. It's like literally a year ago today when this drops. And I was fishing a spinner. It was cloudy, 55 degrees ish, a little windy. And I just see this old guy and his dog just on this point over to my left. And it's not a big pond. I like the small ponds like we've talked about. And he's just ripping up these trout. And I'm like, fuck, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> So then, like, I see him packing up, and uh, he was going to leave, head to his truck, and I intersect him on the path, and he's like, why are you using those fancy lures? (laughs) Just use a worm. (laughs) And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Walk out to that point, literally five casts, and I was done. (laughs) I was like, literally every, it hit the water, and I could just see the brook trout just 
going after it, but I got two nice brookies out of there, and then, I mean, I, I employed that tactic to my next spot the next day. This is so funny. They just know those stupid tricks. Like, I'm just overthinking it. Like, oh, I'll use this little spinner, you know, this cloudy. They've, they've been around the block a few times. So they know I just got to bring it back to the basics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but after I talked to that old timer, he's uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to eventually work my way down to that big pool. And I'm like, damn it. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, got down there, and I'm casting a few times, and go to set the line i'm like oh shit that's a bite like start reeling i'm like geez like it's a good one and i i see this like iceberg in the pool like upright and i was like oh my god i'm stuck on ice so it was like a sheet of ice probably like two feet by two feet and i was like holy and it's probably three inches thick huge and you just look and you can see like clear clear black ice chunks just like going through the river and a couple of times you could hear it, hear it. You could feel it bump up to the back of your legs on your waders. And that's like, jeez. I mean, my I can only stand. I mean, you were saying this the other day. I can only stand the water for like twenty minutes, mm, cold, thirty minutes max. And then you're like, I can't even feel my feet. So, but early, I think that's partly why I haven't been out like hard fishing yet because it's been the water's been cold, very cold. Even with the warm temperatures, it's still gotten cold at night. Yeah. Yeah. But uh let's talk about uh let's talk about our yeah. first trip together. Yeah. It was almost spur of the moment. Yeah, really. <laughs> I always told you. <laughs> <I've>, I, <laughs> yep. <laughs> with the intent, we were just like, all right, let's just wet a line and uh, was that your absolute first outing? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was. Yep, it was. Yep. So, like, your first time out, my second, maybe? I don't remember. Not that important. But where were we fishing? <laughs> what I like to refer to. The hole. <laughs> it is just dead. Yeah. I <laughs> To civilization. <laughs> I think the hole is a perfect term for this area of the state. I don't know. There's no other way to describe it. Can you think of another, like... Some people <laughs> get entertained by watching television versus you could just easily take a drive yeah, and be easily <laughs> entertained by... How do you word that? Like a scenic drive. It was and yeah, I, scenic byway. Scenic like it's nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> you yeah. So <laughs> we you know we went out, we fished two spots or two two spots pretty hard, yeah. Two spots pretty hard. Nothing. Good time though. Great, I mean, great time. It was fun. I was like like a sneak peek into what we're gonna be doing a lot of this spring and coming turkey season after we turkey hunt it's like a i feel like when you do those those early fishing trips too you're like you're monitoring the the waters that you normally fish like oh the water level's here like it's usually here um there's new trails like at one spot that we went to we're like oh shit like there's now like foot bridges and trails that you can easily walk through like it's important to know those things so, like, later on, you know, like, oh, I can get through there a lot yeah, faster. Yeah, when we're going to hit these spots again, when, like, three weeks per time. Right, right. We're just able to go to our spot we know we want to go to and fish it. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's that's always a good thing to do is scout your areas even before. And it was you. You were getting used to your equipment. Like, as you said earlier, you're not – you haven't been the biggest angler. But now you're – Casting's a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> Like, underestimating, like, just getting reps in, per se. Muscle memory. Yeah. Like, just little things. Like, like oh, shit, I cast it too far. I grabbed my line. Exactly. Well, the other thing, too, is, like, I noticed this the other day. Getting your, you know, reeling. You haven't been using those muscles, you know, as much. You start, carpet tunnel, carpet tunnel. <laughs> I kid you. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. But seriously, like, I was like, man, my hand is falling asleep. Is it just cold or is it? Have I not used these muscles? Like, 
So those are things that I would say like are always good to do. You know, whether you're practicing casting in your yard, just like it sounds so stupid, right? But at the same time, it's it's not like you're conditioning your body to go through like this season. Mm-hmm. You do the same thing when you're bow hunting. What do you do? You shoot your bow. You should cast your line. You should practice like so most people might say like, Oh, those early you know, fishing trips, it's just a waste. You're not going to catch anything. It's more than Wrong. that. Wrong. It's like it's expanded so, archery. It's, it's so like, much more than that. so many other things. Right. Exactly. Even squirrel hunting. Just stupid yeah, shit like, like that. Like, all that shit yep. adds up. Yep. Big time. Yep. Plus, it's, uh, you're hopefully enjoying it. Right. Like, regardless of how the outcome is, yep. you're out there. Right. So, I that's my argument is like, and people roll their eyes like, ah, oh, yeah, I get but it's just, it's true. It's fact. Like, and getting used to every piece of your tackle, or if you bought some new lures, or I think a big one for me personally, and this is every year, if it's archery hunting, turkey hunting, even squirrel hunting, anything, ice fishing. And then mainly what I'm getting to is now open water, knowing what shit I put in what pocket. Mm-hmm. And where do I need, like, I want these, like, pliers all the time. Where can I have them in an accessible pocket? Like, that shit is valuable. So then when the Super Bowl comes in a few weeks, I'm ready. And I'm, like, I'm not missing a beat because, oh, I missed this nice trout because I was trying to reach for my net because it was on my left side, not my right. Thought of you, and this is a prime example. Caught that brown trout. The first thing went off my head. What do you think what it, what it was? Where's my net? Well, it's in the net. What's the next next thing? Uh, pliers. Uh, I didn't give a shit about pliers. I'm like, God, oh, measure. Goddamn yeah. measuring tape. Yeah. I was like, 14 inches, baby. Come on, come on, come on. 15. I was like, yeah, but I had to get the the tape measure out of my backpack in the top pocket. So I had to take it all off, and now my tape my tape measure is like right in my chest pocket, so I can easily just there it is. Yeah. So, once again, yeah. those little things that you gotta look for, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, our fishing trip out there, it was... We saw some beautiful country. Awesome country. Great spots. I mean, yeah. freaking hey. I took you to like some of my spots. Like I sat on that, that riverbank, and I'm like, I could just sit here. I literally, because I, I fish here. faster than you. Yes, you do. <laughs> I get the sloppy second. I get the sloppy seconds on this trip, because you were just like, meow, down the river. And I was like... But that's how I am. And we'll see, like when we went kayak fishing which is a little spoiler there for in a little bit but i'm like holy fuck can you hurry the hell up like i am waiting for you because <laughs> that's just how i am though i hate being slow i'm just old man like yeah i i'm just taking it all in you know uh, i i i know that like these were okay this is what i'm gonna say those were like your spots oh yeah I'd be an absolute dink if I just like cruised ahead and went to like the big pools. I'm like, screw it. Like, I was, I was giving you, I was letting you. But the only, the other thing was uh, like, what I was getting at initially was like, I fished ahead. Yep. And then I was like, I'm done here. I, I was done fishing, I don't know, a good 20 minutes before you. And I was just chilling. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm good here. We we don't even have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was some casts I was doing. I was like, I'm not going to catch anything on this cast, but yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, with those spinners too, as what I noticed is when you're casting it upstream and you're trying to get that spinner to come downstream, just keeping that perfect like tension on there. You want that spinner a little bit deeper. You don't want top of the water. We talked about it last podcast. Yeah, like I remember when I caught my biggest brown ever. Yeah. Right. The cast right before I'm like, I'm really too fucking fast to slow it down. Yep. You let it sink in right in front of his face and then he can't resist. And bam. The waders have been a game changer though. It's so nice, not even thinking. Because if you do get stuck like I did, what, ten times at that river? Uh, yeah. I easily I was I have a thought, but I'll I'll finish my other thought. I could easily get my lure out of there. Uh, just changing the angle of the tension that I'm pulling just to get it upstream, downstream, trying to change it. But I thought of this, too, when I was trying to get my lures. You're also walking through prime waters, meaning you're scaring a lot of fish if you get snagged. You know what I'm saying? 
So if you get snagged in a pool or something, you're like, shit. Like, it's almost like going into a hunting area and banging a pot and pan going, yeah. here I am. Like, Yeah. You know. I mean, I've always felt that way. It's always like, fuck. But I did notice that. Um, I'm really looking forward to going back to that spot. So it's going to be good. Literally like days from now. Yeah. Yeah, less than a week. I'll be going when you're at work. See you there. <laughs> yeah, I'll be already gone. <laughs> but we did do another trip together. We uh, hit a larger body of water. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Made a little afternoon out of it. It was fun. It was definitely fun to change of pace. Normally, I'm not doing this type of fishing this early. It was a good time. It's a great time. So what we're getting at is we were fishing out of the kayaks for pike and bass. Which is, yeah, I have to reorganize my fucking backpack. Not really that hard. I just change out the trays, but I have to change up my whole like thought process, which is very different for the uh, beginning of April. The fact that I got you out there pike fishing just like astonished me. I was like, he's here. Like, yeah, I mean, I've loved pike fishing. Don't get me wrong. I just don't do it in April and. I was pretty fucking cold. <laughs> oh, it was chilly. We were wearing winter jackets. We had, we had our, our waders. I had a rain jacket. On. I had Under Armour. I had a gloves. Switch. Yeah, whole nine, and I was freezing. It was uh, it was cold. It was a relaxing time for me. I was just kind of like floating. Forty three degrees was the water temperature. Yep. Um. So forty three degrees. Uh. Last year at this time, the pike were hitting pretty good, so we figured why not give it a shot. And we put in one area, so we parked two vehicles, uh, put w our vehicles uh, at point A, point B, and point A, the starting point where we put in was, what, three miles? Three and a half miles. So we had three and a half miles to paddle, and <laughs> so... Wind in our face to start, and I was like, fuck. Fishing that, fishing that first section, like, Andrew's just like, yo, guys, because uh, MacArthur was with us, too. He's like... Yo, guys, we better hurry up. Like, we were fishing this spot so hard. We're like, no, they're in here. They're in here. You're like, I'm like we have miles. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so uh, it was definitely a different setup. And that's kind of the challenging part about going back and forth is not only are you changing up your tackle, but you're also changing up your strategies, your action, like, that's just, just a whole different fishing. Yeah. It's not even comparable. So, like, it took me, I would say, about 20 casts to be like, okay, this is what I should be doing. This is what I should be doing. And I was fishing a, a crankbait pretty hard. Like, I was just religiously. Throwing, I was just throwing a bunch of different shit. Normally, I don't change my lure often, but I was just like, yeah, throw it out there. Trying to stay warm, just kind of enjoying the... It's pretty, like secluded out there it is it is so it was nice just kind of like flown around we, once we got through the windy portion of the stream and like opened up and we had the wind at our back so i could just chill i mean if you're if you're a duck hunter like this we saw so many ducks <laughs> this spot is magical for duck hunters like we just see a couple blinds here and there but man like every five minutes just a herd, flock of ducks just coming through. You're like, holy shit. Yep, yep. But it was pretty cool. I mean. We had a nice dinner. <sighs> Deer steaks on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Dude. Amazing. Overall, like, I think my favorite portion of the night, personally, like, not just including the deer steaks, but, like, dusk, right around then, that was really nice. Peaceful. Just like being there, I'm like, uh. But as far as fish, what we caught, like, we'll get to the dinner. But before that, MacArthur caught a couple pike. He had a nice largemouth on, beautiful largemouth. Didn't get it to the boat. He's like, oh, it counts. I'm like, didn't, no, didn't touch it, bro. <laughs> Got to do the touch rule. <laughs> but uh, I did catch a pike, sixteen inches. Nothing extravagant, but I was like. Finally, yeah. <laughs> After three miles of paddling, <laughs> finally, and it was, it was weird. They, those fish, those pike were even hitting the action that I was going with. Is I would do like a a foot to two feet of reeling, and then just like kind of just let it sit there, and then I pull reel in the slack, 
poll reel in the Slack. Poll reel in the Slack. And on the, the Slack part where I was like letting the, the bait just kind of sit there in the water, that's when they were hitting. So like you go to reel it in, you're like, oh, God damn it, I'm stuck on milfoil again. And you go to pull, it's like, oh shit, that's a fish. So they were hitting it when it was just sitting there. Really slow action. Cold water. Yep. So, but uh, it's always fun just to try different things. And we talked about that in our ice fishing episode of trying to target multiple species. So I think we started off pretty good with that. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely going to go one-sided here. Right. For about a good portion of a month. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'll say two because yeah. turkeys are coming up. <laughs> Dude, slight tangent. We were driving down on my road today and just that turkey. Just beautiful. Nice. Calendar worthy color of like that turkey. Just beautiful. Reds, blues, just right on the side of the road. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, another month. Another month. See, I looked at it and I was just like, oh, it's just so nice. Like springtime, warm weather coming. I just can't wait to hear it gobble. I was smacking my lips, like just like, oh, Italian dressing. Mm. It's coming. But we were smacking our lips that night uh, around the fire as we just like devoured four or five packages of venison steaks right over the fire. Oh, so good. And then we're like looking out to the water. We're like, man, it's dark. <laughs> and we still have like a half a mile to paddle to get to where yeah. we, we would get out. And But that was beautiful in itself too. Mm, that, favorite portion maybe. Just yeah. so calm and peaceful. Yep. And we're secluded out there. It's a sign of things to come. Yeah. I mean, things to come are more or less trout fishing, but uh, we'll we'll probably do that again before the end of the season, I would imagine. But in the next couple of weeks, absolutely not. Yeah, no, the next couple That's of weeks. That's a no-fly zone. No-fly zone. So uh, we were talking about new tackle. <laughs> new tackle? <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> so, how do I put this? Let's let's give you the the SparkNote version here. Uh, my last outing of ice fishing, I w- was driving back home, and the car was making <sighs> sounds from hell, <laughs> just clunking, grinding. Like, and I'm like, I hope I make it home. I hope I make it home. Like, this is bad, and. Got home, literally pulled my driveway. It just died. Like, dead car. Uh, ended up buying a new fishing buggy, new fishing hunting buggy. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I, you know, I treated myself, you know, worthy. The first time I saw it was when we went fishing together, the first time in the hole. And, like, I'm not used to looking for your new car. I'm like, oh, you drive a white car now. Like, shit, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's, it's I mean, nice. It's fucking nice. So I got the dealership, right? This guy, he, he's, oh, he's a car salesman. Like, let's be real. A car salesman. Give me the whole spiel. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, it's got a great trunk. And I, I get in the driver's seat, and I sit there, and I th- turn around, I look back in the, the trunk, and I'm like, yeah, that'll fit a deer. And he looks at me, he's like, what? I was like, I'm an avid outdoorsman. Like, I love fishing and hunting. Goes, yeah, I'll fit a deer. He's like. Make sure you lay down a tarp. Like, I haven't bought the car yet. And he's like worried I'm going to get all bloody and everything. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm going to buy this car. And yes, uh, there will be multiple deer in the back of this this uh, SUV. So he was all like, jeez. Wow, wow. I'm like, don't worry about it. That's just funny. So he also got a roof rack. That's, that's a nice roof rack for the kayak. That's a nice little touch. Um, so yeah, that. I got a nice purchase. I've been wanting for a while. I got a nice short fly rod. I ordered it online because Clutch. I. Clutch. I mean, I. To start, I had two nine footers, and then I gave you one of mine. So that's Gracias. we both have. <laughs> we both have one of those, and then I, I'm getting a shorter one because I want to be able to get into those tight quarters. Because as you know, nine feet's very long. So when I put that rod together tonight, I was like. Holy shit. Like you don't realize how long nine feet is. And you're if you're thinking of those tiny little brooks, like it's nice because you can just stick your rod out and just drop your line. 
there's no way you're casting in there. Yeah. Not only that, but getting to that spot. Yeah, I know. Forget it. I know. So that's why I got, I ordered a shorter one, which I can't wait to get. That's going to be so nice to have. And just another thing to the repertoire. And I can't, it's it's coming in the mail tomorrow. So let's go. (laughs) I just thought of a pepper flip. You would have to fish with a sapling with 10 feet of fish. That would be so sick, doing it with a bamboo (laughs) stick. Me and my stepdad did that. Really? Yeah, we actually did it. Did like, you catch you know, anything? No. <laughs> I was so young. But I did it. It was cool. That's how I started. I, I was like, my dad, he got a fl- uh, fly rod, and he used to do a lot of fly fishing. And, uh, you know, you're always like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to be like that. So, like, I literally went out, cut, like, a sapling branch, tied some fishing line around it, and just started, like, whipping it in the <laughs> yard. And he's like, I'm like, someday I'm going to get a fly rod dad. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep practicing. <laughs> ten and two. Ten and two. Um, but uh, I was going to get his fly rod uh, before you gave me yours. And uh, talking to him on the phone, like, hey, Dad, like, mind if I borrow your fly? He's like, don't break it. I'm like, when was the last time you used it? Last year. I go, how many times? Once. I'm like, did you actually fish with it? Does it still have the original <laughs> line on it? And this rod was from like early 2000. Yeah. I said, you had some curly cues, didn't you? Maybe. I'm like, yeah, you didn't catch shit. <laughs> uh, but I'm really looking forward to it. You've been showing me some pictures of spots that you usually hit. And I just, I can't wait. It's. I haven't broken out the fly rod yet this year, just given the circumstances of like I know I'm not really gonna catch anything, but I also want to bring it out. And I was gonna go today, but it didn't work out. I can't wait. Just when it's everything is green light, I just can't wait for that moment. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Because everything right now is definitely yellow to red light. Yeah. There's. I couldn't think of one green light scenario. Like, all right, let's go. I'm more like, all right. So, but I, again, I'm saying it again, tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> what's your, what's, and I'm, this is like a debatable topic, I know, but what's like your go-to fly? What's your favorite fly to use? Mm, I don't really know my flies that well, so that's a tough question to answer. But let me say this, though. I've, I, I've As I've said before, that I'm like, not like a beginner and definitely not at all novice. more. Yeah, yeah like, uh, a little bit higher than novice probably. Like where does greenhorn rank in that? Uh, like I know my shit, but I don't like people can be like, oh, that's a bubble block caddy. That's like a da 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 or so I couldn't really answer that question exactly. I would say you're between novice and um advanced. Intermediate. Yeah intermediate because uh like i'm definitely getting way more into it i've been plenty of times like like i couldn't count on my hands how many times i've been more than that but i've always just thrown like a dry fly but like now i'm going to get into like nymphing i'm going to get into streamers i'm going to really get into the actual thing i've said it before so i couldn't really answer that question sadly pathetic i know it is pathetic mayfly Love my mayfly. Well, yeah, mayfly is like a given, but oh, just, uh, when I see so those... you saw my fly box. I like did. I, I'm fortunate enough that like I've been gifted a lot of flies. I couldn't name eight percent, like we said earlier. I couldn't. Yeah, name... <laughs> yeah. No idea. Uh, I, whenever I see those mayflies just like sticking to the side of the house, I'm always like, oh, I'm like yes, like, oh. it's just I don't know. That's like what. You mentioned peepers like early in the spring. For me, it's like the mayflies. When I see like the mayflies, I'm like, oh, I just love that. I love it. It's one of my favorites. I also love the loons. Mm, yep. Freaking muskrats, man. Holy crap. Yeah, that's out of left field. But like, <laughs> I had one the other day. I was in the kayak and I thought it was a beaver. It like, came out of nowhere. And I was like, initially, I'm like, loon? No. And then it was like brown. I'm like, what the? I'm like, what is that? It was like three feet from the kayak. Muskrat nasty little buggers and one of the spots that you showed me i actually saw muskrat too hmm. yeah weird i haven't seen much for wildlife lately uh i've seen deer and turkeys but not like eagles oh yeah we saw the eagles but like eagles aren't like rare like they used to be no no 
That was, I don't know. There's, they were having like a war on that. Screeching a bunch. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. But, um, you know, things to look forward to. Yeah. There's a lot to look forward to. It's going to be a busy spring is knocking at the doorstep. So you'll learn that, like, how many times do you refresh the stalker report page? Not as much as you, I bet. Oh, two, three times a day. I'm doing it. See, I'm. I'm once refresh a day. scroll 21, 21 I only 20. do it on the I, <laughs> I only do it once in the evening but that's probably when they're going to upload it it's like in the evening at the end of the day like oh they did it today all right I know cuz I don't know if it's live time I doubt it oh I doubt it I bet it's a a day delayed probably yeah it makes sense someone's got to report it like oh we saw the truck oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I know it goes back to that whole thing of like, you see the truck parked there and they're stocking fish. Do you fish it? No, I don't. I wouldn't either. It wouldn't even be fun. You're like, hey, why don't you just uh, give me one of those? <laughs> like, I I couldn't do it. No, I mean that's why I'm not like constantly refreshing because if I see it, then I'm gonna be like, oh. But like last year, I think the earliest I fished to like a stocking was two weeks after. It wasn't like right on the dates. Really? Yeah. Know? Okay. So it's like they've. Oh, and then like some spots I'm fishing, they only stock it late fall. Mm hmm. So then it's like those fish survive the entire winter. So we were talking about that uh, on one of our. I think it was the. <laughs> when we were in the hole, <laughs> we were talking about that. It's like, why don't we take advantage of fall fishing? I know. I think definitely in the future. Sundays? That's what I'm thinking. Like, might even as well just do high something. noon on Saturday. Like, you know me, I can't sit as long as you do. I could do it, but you also have other uh, responsibilities. I do, but Sundays are like, I mean, we should be hitting the rivers, doing some fly fishing. Any fishing, man. Any. Down for it. Down I think for that it. Needs to happen. It w- no, it will happen. That's not an issue. <laughs> Imagine getting a a deer and a freaking tanker of a trout same weekend you would you would shoot your deer <laughs> like what saturday morning so that means saturday you're busy all day because you have to drive to the butcher correction i never shoot deer in the morning yeah no, that's me <laughs> friday afternoon then you drive down to your butcher then you're visiting your dad talking to whoever family friends and then oh uh, then on sunday yeah i just caught like a six pound brown no biggie <laughs> oh my god i then you gotta visit your taxidermist twice. <laughs> He'd probably get sick of me. <laughs> or he'd be like, this All right, friggin' guy again. Let's keep going. <laughs> but I can't wait. I mean, next episode, we're gonna be talking turkeys. Yep. The episodes after that, we're gonna talk mixed bag just for a little like scheduling preview. Yep. We're gonna have a lot of trout to talk about. We'll Soon it'll be bass to talk about, pike to talk about, turkeys, outdoors, adventures. It's going to be good. I mean, with turkey season, we were looking up the dates the other day. And remember last year, because of COVID, uh, the um, season was a week or two weeks early. It was a week early, correct? A week earlier than this year, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when we're looking at that, it's a, it's a little bit later this year. So we we're like, man, like, it's just crazy. I don't know. It works out in a way, though. Like, hopefully, it will allow us to get out more together. Hopefully, looking at the uh, glass half full, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about spring turkey season, uh, May third, May third to June fifth. So, and probably in June, we're not going out much. Hopefully, <laughs> at all. Youth day. Uh, youth day is May first. Yep, May first. Yeah. So that May third, that's a Monday. So I have no finals this year. It's dumb. It's dumb. So let's go. Freaking Monday. But uh, all right, Come all right. On. Now m- this is my real question. Deer season, rifle, youth days a weekend before, and then there's a whole week off. Correct. Why don't they do that? Did they? Is this like a one case scenario? Because I can say I know what they usually do for turkeys. I thought that's what it was. However, I may be wrong. 
I yeah, probably am wrong. I don't know. Be interesting. That's a good question. I mean, it's turkeys. I take offense to that. Wow. It's turkeys. All right. What the hell is that bullshit? <laughs> I'm trying to go into defense mode no, here. There, you know for a fact that you enjoy turkey hunting a fuck ton. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. It's up so. there. But I'm saying like, I guess I don't have a what's, point. What's the, okay, so what's the reason point. I do a week early with deer season? They're just deer. I don't know. See? I don't know. So you're saying if they did it like What's it why what what was your point with that? You know what I mean? I had oh, it's it. just turkeys. I had it. <laughs> and it's got like there's more plentiful like you know, you go out and you see birds. Okay, however, big time counter. You never see deer, like just all the time driving down the road. But when you see turkeys, they're all grouped up. So, like, the density of the population is going to be way different between the two. It's going to be like you're going to have a high density of turkeys within like a half acre, but you're going to have a very low density of deer over like the whole thing. So, it's like not very, it's skewed. You'll go a whole mile between flocks, but then between the mile, there's no turkeys. But that whole mile, there's deer equal equidistance okay let me get up off the floor here (laughs) yeah i agree with that yeah like well we'll talk about it in the next episode i will say this you can't just go in the woods and turkey hunt you need to know where turkeys are because there's definitely places there's just no turkeys that is factual information i learned that the hard way (laughs) so oh i'm gonna go turkey hunting you need to know where the damn turkeys are and that's like i always hear people they're like Turkey hunting. They're everywhere. Like, there's turkeys everywhere. I'm like, you don't. You have to go into their domain. You have to go in their domain, but it's like, it's like you're hunting for that one bird in that that group, that flock. Mm -hmm. So you're like trying to separate that bird or like pull that bird from that group or bring the group in. And there's so many different ways to do it, but you're trying to isolate that one, that one bird. So you're literally like plucking it. From that herd, like from that flock, I don't. I just, it's it's not easy. You don't just run out there like there's a turkey. Oh, I gotta get like you know between ten to forty yards, forty yards max, and just you know. <laughs> <I saw that>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I don't know why they do that. Couldn't tell you. Ah, uh, I just can't wait, man. I just can't wait. I don't really know, like. I don't really have my to- turkey properties figured out, really. You got one in the back pocket. We have two in the back pocket. Two in the back pocket. Correction. Yep. So we'll have to see how that shakes out. I'll have to make a few cold phone calls or whatever. Cold calling. <laughs> Just be like, hey, I'm someone you don't know, and I'm asking for permission. Don't forget to um, I ask for permission early, people. Do that. <laughs> So one thing I was going to mention, uh, if you folks are looking to get into it, um, a moose permit lottery is open, meaning you should apply. So, oh, yeah. That's a good point. Um, that's something to... Get I mean, your fishing license. Get your turkey permits. Make sure you're all legal. Make, I, make just follow those. Get that rule book. Email the people. So what? this is something. Remember we were talking the other day about like... You have to like write down fish you catch like in a bag if you're in like a lodge or something. Like yeah, transporting yeah. fish. Yep. Well, we had like a question on the law, multiple laws, and you can just email the wildlife department directly just for information request. You can go right on their website. It's really easy. Email them. They get back to you within 24 hours, and I always follow up if I have any more questions. And they always are good about it. So make sure you have that all bundled up. Having all the licenses and permits you need for what's going to be a chaotic couple months. But then we'll get into the well, the slow developing mm. Super Bowl of maybe the year. 3,135 permits were issued in 2020 moose hunt season. Wow. Did you apply? I applied last year, and I applied for the 
holy grail of like permits, a bowl in a, a very just you know very specific area. So I'm like, I know I'm not gonna get it. Like it's the first time I've applied, and then this year I'm like, I, I go back and forth, man. Well, okay, so this is what I'm gonna say. If you don't apply, then you lose your tickets, right? You lose the points. Yeah, whatever it is, points tickets. It sucks. To I suck. think. Wow. So, I uh, mean, yeah. There's a lot going on, isn't? I know. Maybe I, I look at it like this. That's a lot of freaking meat. Like it's a lot of meat. Yeah. yeah. And then I was just talking to somebody at work recently, and from two years ago, from two years ago, they just got their moose mount back. Guess how much? Mm. Is it like full head? Yeah. Eighteen hundred bucks. Oh, eighteen hundred. That's even more than I was saying. I was gonna be like eighteen hundred dollars for a moose mount. I was Damn. like, oh, it's like, oh my god. Like, can you imagine? It's a big ass mount too. You have to like duck walking it. Like, how how do you put that on a See, wall? like I've whenever I've seen like my family members shoot like a big bull, they only just kept the antlers. I do that's still like that's still like holy crap. I feel like I'd do a European mount. That too. I couldn't do it myself because I would have to buy like a bathtub to boil <laughs> this friggin' thing in. You know? I just I think that'd be kind of cool. But uh, it's just a lot of meat. Like I don't want to like go hunting just for the sake of like hunting. Like there's gotta be an empty freezer. You know, there's a lot of money up front. It's yeah, I mean, places like stay. what we do, like we're all about it. We're talking about these turkey seasons, these fishing seasons, everything. And then we're always enjoying the rewards of our labor, I guess. And it's not really like putting in work per se, but we're not just doing it and then, oh, we did this. Well, like we're in, I enjoy brook trout every week. We both enjoy deer every week. We, we enjoy the turkeys when we get them, like... Everything is used. Yeah. I still need a liver recipe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, we do. Um, there was something else I was going to mention. I forget. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. What's your uh, What's your fishing quantity in your freezer looking like? Have well, you I gave empty- more away. You did? Yeah. I just have so many. So I'm down. I'm low now because I made myself low on purpose. Because we have multiple factors for that. Like, we don't know where I'm going to be located here with graduation. And also want to get fresh fish in there. And I gave it to people that I know that are going to enjoy it. Family that's going to enjoy it. So I got rid of, mm, like, um, a lot. I couldn't even count. I want to try smoking. That would be cool. Like, old school. Like, make a smoker. And then... Do it like that way. Got to brine it first, right? I don't really understand all that. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Got to brine it first, and then, uh, then you smoke it, and then it just peels off. I mean, it's a long, it's a long smoke, but I think that'd be so good, so good. And then perfect the fish nachos. Yeah, I, I mean, there's recipes online, but I'm, I was just kind of doing my own thing, like trying to figure out like taste wise, and it's trial and error, like. Still good, don't be wrong. I was like, and I actually preferred it, uh, cooking it, you know, taking all the meat off of the bones and then like letting it cool down, obviously, before I put it in the salsa. And uh, that way you're not like picking through it, you already have like big chunks of meat like already there, deboned and everything. So I almost like preferred it that way. Um, I mean, when I usually eat fish. Just for me personally, I always debone the entire thing before eating it. Mm. Just because I want to like, when I eat it, I don't want to like eat, then work, then eat. I want to work and then eat. What if you did like a fish and chips? Yeah. Like a deep fry? Or would that be like ruining it? Because I thought about that as I was cooking this, like the fish nachos. I'm like, I wanted it to just be the trout. You know what I mean? I didn't want to do too much with it because I didn't want to like, change it so much that you're like is this fish you know what i mean like i wanted to keep it really rustic really like natural i feel like a lot of um game recipes i've seen through other outlets 
they fry a lot of their mm. game, like a lot. And I'm like, I don't like to fry food often. Yeah. Fry smelts. That's really it. We are going to try because we were talking about Streeter, uh, talking to Streeter about this. Fried uh, catfish. We got to do a catfish. Oh, yeah. I'll do that. I haven't been catfishing. I've never been uh, catfishing. Like with a hot dog on the <laughs> big old huge hook I, way back. But, no. but he was like, I remember last year he was like, no, I'm going catfishing. I'm like, what? Like you are, he posts a picture and it's like a freaking 15 inch uh, catfish. I was like, holy shit. I was like, you weren't kidding. He's like, I catch them all the time. I'm like, what? So we, we definitely need to do that. We need to do a lot. We got to try some bass even. Dude, our hands, uh, like our hand is on the doorknob. If we open this door right now, oh, like, it's, it's going to be sp- scary. Spring <laughs> is just pouring in. Like literally when those stocks go out, it's full throttle. It is go, 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 Yeah, go, I'm going to be like, all right, I got to manage my workload so I can get out and make sure I can do everything I want to do. You're juggling fishing, yeah. you know, for trout in one hand, and then over here you're like, oh, turkey season just started, so yeah. I got to juggle at the same time over here. Oh, it's just it's going to be fun. It'll be good. But uh, make sure to check out the Instagram, like and subscribe, and make sure you stay tuned for, I, I think, as maybe the best part of the year for me i know it is my favorite time of year but there's gonna be a lot to talk about it's gonna be interesting so stay tuned for the next few episodes we are looking at some uh we are preparing and we'll get into this later on but we are preparing for a long fishing trip uh that we're going to be doing in the springtime as well so we're really looking forward to that um bringing some hardcore backcountry content to you guys and uh, we're really looking forward to that. So we're getting all of our equipment prepped and ready, um, going through our list, checking it twice, and making sure that we're prepared for it. So uh, that Hopefully are... it works out. Like, yeah. we, nev- we have no idea what's going to happen here. No. We're at the seat of a, like, on the edge of our seats, like, it's going to happen? Is it my, like... I was like, I got it. I'm looking for a job, and then we got this going on, that, turkeys, this. We'll see. It's going to be... Almost last minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Text me the night before. So are we going? Uh, yeah, let's go. I guess. <laughs> uh, but seriously, folks, if you have any questions, DM us on Instagram or email us. Questions, comments, uh, ideas, Share thoughts. with friends. Uh, re- review us. You know, anything. We're open to it. Shoot whatever you want us uh, at podcast at gmail.com. And um still Grip waiting and on Grant that. underscore pod on yes. Instagram. So Yep. But as always, folks, get in the woods. And get on the water. <laughs>